0: seconds and might just be some seconds at the end
1: that there's nothing so just oh so read the future no
0: just feel it
1: out all right great what up this is Corey taylor from slipknot and you're listening to jonah radio
2: <laughs> if this gonna be that kind of party i'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potatoes out here it's just a
3: little
2: bit street but i'm on a trip with you <laughs> it ain't good <laughs> it
3: gets a <laughs> lot colder so hanging with your friends
0: What do we know about partying else? Hey. Jonah Thanks for tuning <laughs> into the show. My name is Jonah Ray-Dio. Can't make it because he is going on tour with Cup Kiki. Our producer is Cash Hartzel.
4: Hail and well met, fellow podcasters.
0: And then also Neil. I think, I think Cash did that one before. He's it's the uh, third time? It. It's the third time he's done it. It's like okay. his thing.
4: Yeah, it's a new thing. I'm yeah, doing. yeah. Stop Sometimes people to have make like a. Intro a, it's, a called, thing. it's
0: It's a thing called consistency. Nealed it. No, I think. Kneeld it. Neil and Cash are wearing very similar shirts. Unplanned. Unplanned. Unplanned.
4: Very unplanned.
0: Yeah, I Can't wait to walk into the pub across the street with you guys all dressed the same, flanking <laughs> me. Yeah, we're on the you same can, softball you team. look like I have the worst security detail.
1: <laughs> or, or Summer Cannibals just got done playing peaches in the intramural. <laughs> no. uh, uh,
4: Good visual reference. What? You're, he's wearing a shirt.
0: Our back. guest today right. is uh, an old friend, Beck. To do the podcast once again. Please, uh, everybody, welcome. Director of the Wait, Meltdown, which You, ever, sh- you
1: should put the, the, the horns, you know, like the. the, the, the we haven't done that in a very long time. I know we should do that now, though. Okay. This is a very honored guest. Very honored. True. A repeat yes, a guest. True. Very a repeat guest,
4: if I'm not mistaken. At least, At le- if not more. Oh, this this is your first time in this. Okay. He's so good on mic discipline too. Oh, I yeah. asked him a question and he nodded. He didn't pick up the mic. He knew it was going on. That's how you can tell he's a pro.
0: You might have seen our next guest work as the director of the meltdown with Jonah and Kumail, now available in its entirety on Amazon Prime. <laughs> he is also uh, currently um, uh, directing Neil Mahoney. Uh, <laughs> frame by frame uh, on the editing process of the one, Michelle <laughs> Netflix special. Welcome, Lance Banks.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I'm
4: turning that a Hello, guys.
5: It's nice to see everyone.
4: <laughs> it's good to see you too, Lance.
0: Um, <laughs> thanks for having us. That's that's how that's that's yeah, the way this podcast feels- is. It's like. We don't have you. You have us. Uh We're (laughs) an inconvenience.
4: (laughs) Even at our house.
0: Yeah. When was the last time you were on the show?
5: It's been a number of years. It's the first time I've been to this location.
0: Yes. Uh, Which is, of course, in Thuggish, South Pasadena, California, (laughs) where the streets are paved. Uh, uh,
4: As I was was walking, uh, walking up to the door, I was unlocking the door, two things happened. A little girl and her mom walked by, and her mom was saying, it's like... a a little town street right here in the middle of Los Angeles and then a stooped old man sang opera as he walked by me. (laughs) Yeah. It's really peaceful I saw a
0: car on the street. I parked right behind it and it had a uh, Dead Milkman sticker, a Hawaii decal and a Bernie 2020 sticker and a K record sticker, and I thought, did I just park behind my old self? <laughs> like, is this like, is this a version of me that I've just parked behind?
4: Did I just back up near a glass truck? I don't know. Yeah. There's just a reflection coming through. In
1: 25 years, when you're moving into your furnished condo
0: apartment, yes, and you're like, oh, I found this K record sticker. Yeah, the well, early aughts. Oh boy, um, <clears throat> yeah. This is one of my one of my favorite things I ever heard uh, in this town. Uh, was um, a lady uh, enjoying the how quaint it was and then going uh, give me some uh, it's like this is so nice just give me a lawn chair some James Taylor and some white wine and I'll be set. (laughs) (laughs) yeah just to give you an idea of how rough this neighborhood is Uh
5: I have questions that you guys might know the answers to
0: probably not but let's go
5: there are policies among like the town itself and the police forces in places like Burbank that the streets in the neighborhoods look less like other parts of neighboring
4: Mm -hmm. areas. Mm
0: -hmm. Is that what's happening in South Pasadena? So Pasadena and South Pasadena, and this is stuff I think I've learned from Dave Lyons, our uh, locations manager friend, which is he's the one that told me about uh, how to, if you need to shoot in uh, South Pasadena or kind of any of these areas over here, you need to hire a falconer. Uh, because of all the wild uh, parrots that screech and ruin takes. Well,
4: they just came by just uh, right right exactly. as I was getting here. Yeah. Uh,
0: so when Pasadena and South Pasadena were uh, first incorporated, uh, incorporated, uh, the uh, there was there was no parking allowed on the street. Okay. Um, there was uh, nothing was paved yet, so that's why there's a lot of trees because that's how they would divvy up where the pathways were in between property lines. Oh, so they would just plant rows of trees. Oh, that makes sense. So instead of having paving, that's how they did it. So that's why there's like a lot of old huge trees in yeah. the area, and that kind of thing uh, lends itself to how the the actual streets and sidewalks are. Also, yeah, no overnight parking on the street, and it also might have been a testament to now this is the bad side of it. It was a sundowner city. Uh, so essentially, if you were of uh, color, you were not allowed to be in the city after dark. And so that's maybe another reason the streets are nice. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it's, uh, it is, there are a few interesting uh, aspects to why, <laughs> why this area is so
4: specifically nice. My, uh, my grandmother was born three blocks from here. Your Mima? Well, no, we called her grandma.
0: But is that a mima?
4: Yeah, that's a mima. Okay. okay, I'm sorry. I Forgot to translate to Hawaiian. Yeah.
0: Um, auntie. But you you, you live in a, uh, a town that uh is quite white. <laughs> <laughs> I, that just had a rally. Oh, are you yeah. there for that or are you a, I,
5: Yeah, I was I was there uh, in town for that.
0: Yeah. Oh, sorry. Let's clarify. <laughs> Not for the rally. <laughs> yeah. you, you were in town yeah. during it. We're exactly. speaking of Portland, by the yeah, way. Portland, Portland, Portland Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, exactly. Not um, Oregon yeah but uh, I, there was like there was one video I saw I tried to avoid because it's like it's all the same you know in the end you're just watching a bunch of people who want to fucking hate and then a bunch of people who uh, hate the people who want to hate and then it's just a self-fulfilling uh, yeah. thing but there was one dude that was just walking around going up to the alt-right the oh, boys going good. you suck you suck and points points at a taco and you're cool you suck and I was like that's great yeah that's great it's like Duck Duck Goose for anti-fascists yeah <laughs> Um, but, uh, my voice is starting to go because we're prepping for the, uh, uh, the, you can call me, you can't call me out record release show at the Hi hat this Friday, this Saturday. And yeah, if you hear this, come on hour. out, come yeah. on out. We got like toys like that Tomorrow. kill. We got Tim Casher uh, from cursive. We got, uh, we I'm adding songs. I'm adding like weird owl songs to the list. I'm gonna be playing with Cody of lot of from the blood brothers. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Gonna be a good time. Mahona we're going to Radio, take a
1: break. yeah. And if you want to be interviewed by Mahona Radio in the corner, yep. We're not doing, on the stage. We're not really included the, in. Look, you, don't give away your bit. Just kind of push to the side. Well, yeah. Come are, on out. Are we gonna be
4: wearing matching shirts? Then should we do that as well? You should. Sure. I
1: actually yeah. uh, require it. Okay, matching shirts. then. Let's go to Big yeah. Five and get some some proper softball jerseys. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, but we're going to take a, uh, a break. When we come back, we're going to have more Lance Bangs. We're going to go over the music news of the world of, the, of today. Uh, oh, music this, news, music th- this, news? This song is gonna, uh, we're playing next it was submitted to us after they heard me on The Best Show. Um, and uh, this was from Zap Tura. They're out of Des Moines, Iowa, area of Dan Electon. Neil Mahoney, legendary, worst <laughs> caller of the year, closest title. Womp of the year or something? Gomp of the, Gomp the year. Gomp of the year. Yes. And uh, it's called Mousetraps from Zaptura. Enjoy.
2: Underneath the glove our fingers clawing through the mud To find the things they thought they dropped Before you found out what you lost And though the road is dry, it's slick In the breaks I hope they stay Suck you dry
3: And though your
2: stains and scars won't bend, I hope to God you'll understand I took that break so
3: you could lay
2: she's i feel like explode should get some sleep it was their only cotton recipe this crackling from all the dust You can't involve the even trundle Cusp with pictures, places, maps, ideas, and roads Took you backwards where you wanna go From the basement attic of your car I thought I saw you there, but you're so far Those Traps taking a bit too long till to too long to watch your lucky charms dry out And swim across the shore But now they're gone They're gone away And there's not much you can say Besides the fact that things have changed And I'm sorry that I stayed the same i see you there again. I hope we'll get along.
0: All right. That was Zaptura out of Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines. Very, uh, Des Moines. Des Moines. Um, very, I like that a lot. I like, think that was like nice and eclectic and, and uh, very, uh, very well done. So good job, Zaptura. If you want your band played on this podcast, email us, Jonah Radio, R-A-Y-D-I-O at gmail.com, uh, and we will play. Jonah This one Neil Shorten Neil Mahoney, king of the two hour long sound drops. Um, so, I talk too long, he drops yeah, too so, long, so and then it, uh, it, but this is the time, Lance. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, uh, thank you so much for being completely engaged in the process of the podcast. <laughs> kind of read up about music news. No, <laughs> no, you don't have to provide, we provide, we provide the okay. news, you react. Wait, what do we provide? We provide. The Music News! Yeah, that's right, Music News. The I segment
4: said, that Lance was
0: getting ready for because <laughs> he knows how important it is to the show. Oh, yeah,
4: it's a bedrock.
0: It is really the only thing that keeps us from making this podcast three hours. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, the 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 world of uh, news mm-hmm. is crazy. We might as well focus in on the stuff that's a little less shitty. <laughs> um, and that's music. So Cash, what do you got for us for our first Part nothing. I did I, the deer in headlights. Well, looking. I do I do not worry about it, Cash. It was it was kind of a thing we were doing where we were both getting stuff. Maybe Lance was right. So don't pull out your phone and start I,
4: I mean I have that thing.
0: You have the thing that Dana Lechtenberg sent us. Mm-hmm. I looked it up.
4: <laughs> All right, what's that one then? Ah uh, guys, in Cup KKK news. Careful on
0: the the amount of K's you throw out there. Okay? Uh,
4: two just two Ks. Just two K's right there. So she-
0: for those listeners, you know who Cup KK is. Is. What if I don't
4: know who Cupcake KK is? Well,
0: we we found out about her because of, uh, Lance, you look so tired. I know there's no, there's. I'm not going to say it's jet lag because you fly between here and Portland. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, the uh, Cupcake KK uh, came on. into our worldview because of uh, our constant uh, updating of the world to, about Lil Nas X. And then we found out that Cupcake, a rapper, uh, did her own version, of course.
2: I'm going to take your dick, put it in my hole. I'm going to ride till I can't no more.
4: Just straightforward.
0: Just great, great cover, great parody of uh, Lil Nas X, uh, which also you can do. But uh, mm-hmm. So, so Cupcake has... <laughs> so she's announced a tour.
4: A, a tour called the 10K Tour. You know why they
0: call it the 10K tour? Why they call it the because it's like it's it's like ten thousand dollars worth of entertainment. Uh, well, maybe, maybe they call it 10 10K tour because it's uh, a reference to uh, Mystery Science MST3K.
4: Yeah, no, no, that's <laughs> that's probably it. But okay. the 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 the, uh, the other reason that they, they did it was because she's giving away ten thousand dollars to one person at every show. She is pulling oh. names out of a hat. <laughs> if you go to one of her shows between the eighth of September and the fifth of October uh, you could win $10,000 which is kind of crazy I don't know how much tickets are how many uh, shows is she playing she's playing like a good 20 um, I
0: mean that's $200,000 I wonder though it is will that pay for itself no like a give like, you know, like, like how there's like giveaways at casinos and shit like that they're like it's like here's here's what we got usually we have uh, 15000 to market your tour what if we just use 5000 to say we're going to give 10,000, you know, or something like that. Each city has like a certain amount for the budget. But $10,000, no one would market a So I don't know. You Lance, you've been in the business a long time. <laughs> I don't think this math adds up.
4: Nope. <laughs> yeah. I I mean it may be cuz she says I she's I try to parse the language of the tweet, and it. She says she's going to pull a name from the hat, and if it's just her merch guy, over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, that's again. what I'm thinking. It's yeah. like
1: it's gonna be like the costumer or the
0: merch guy, well, like. Or
1: what? Every night, new freak out. Oh my god. <laughs> what oh if she? God.
0: What if it's like uh, she? She's like, all right, it's time to do take the name out of the hat. And then it's like after her first song. Like she does her version of Old Town Road, of course, or, or something from Horgasm. I think that's the closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She does something from Horgasm, the new the new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, <laughs> she pulls a, a name out of the hat and uh, she just goes, uh, she's like, uh, Terrence Wellness? Terrence, is Terrence here? And, that, and that's an hour and a half of her. <laughs> <trying>. <laughs> are, you even, ter- are, are you Terrence? Are you Terrence? Ter- is, yeah. is he in the bathroom? Well, wait. We'll wait and see if he's in the bathroom.
4: Somebody drove here with Terrence, though, so it's only twenty five dollars to get in. So if you, I mean, what size venues do you think she's doing? So she is doing the. She's doing Los Globos here in L.A., which probably holds.
0: But that fucking, she
1: won't even make ten thousand no, dollars. There's no way. There's a ten grand guarantee there. Los Globos is not that big.
4: No, it's it's Even tiny. It's like a what? dance club. Wait,
1: twenty five bucks a ticket,
0: so you need to well, sell. Well, there
4: is a seventy five dollar meet and greet and a thirty five dollar VIP as well. Still, May, maybe you have to buy the thirty five dollar ticket to get the ten thousand. Now
0: that meet and greet stuff, it, Metallica does it, and it's like fucking crazy expensive. Yeah. M- MST3K did it, um, and you know it's. It's interesting the people that want to just pay to do the extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Weird Al does it. Mm-hmm. Um, have you known any bands to like do the extra meet and greet thing? I, I, I like the idea that you like you should force Stephen Malcolmus to do a meet, a
5: VIP <laughs> meet and greet. I, on a similar note, did you read about that recent Camp Fuzz thing that Dinosaur Jr. put on?
0: Oh yeah, we talked about that where did they you, had like yeah. a yeah. And Fred did like weekend. a financial, yeah, financial like, planning
5: conversation with. Jay Massey, that's and right. Kevin Shields, God. Like, just imagining the tempo of that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I always, I always think about, and I, I don't know if you had something to do with it, but it was, it was in Portland, and it was a, it was when, um, it was the guy from uh, Nation of Ulysses and the makeup, Ian Svenius, Ian Svenix, uh where he did an interview, like an in conversation at the some huge theater in Portland with Malcolmus, and it was like really like slow going. Like it was yeah. like, it was what I call a battle of who could care less because <laughs> they're both used to being like the alpha cool guy. Correct. And when, and like Savinius' whole thing was like he barely would try and talk to people so they would have to kind of, but like Steve Malcolm wouldn't like almost slouched even further down. <laughs> and then you see this stuff start to come out of me and where he doesn't want to have, he's like, and he has to start leaning forward and asking him <laughs> questions and kind of, Sullying or like going against his whole character. Yeah, that's and uh, that's how I feel. Would because uh, there are certain bands that I mean, I never want to meet. I never want to meet them. I wouldn't want to meet
5: anyone in that context.
0: Yeah, like you paid to be here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I and, get and some of that. Is a culture that I've seen from like doing cons, and it's a lot of fun for me. But there's a clock in
5: their head of like forty five seconds, forty three before they're
0: <laughs> yeah, ready yes, to move yeah. on
1: to
5: the next customer. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Somewhere there's a root beer and a shower waiting for me.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> that sounds.
0: Uh, Do you mind if I put that in
4: my wedding vows?
0: Go for it. Thank you. Guys, uh, so Lil Nas X. Oh, what's he uh, up to? Big, big week. This is Lil Nas X section. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he is, of course, on the cover of Time. Uh, he has officially come out as uh, a homosexual.
4: Oh, it the, the, the paper came through. It's official.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Um, and it's then, but also, Delivered. He's yours. Also, on top of this, he uh, is now no longer number one on the Billboard. Oh just, no. The reign of awesome is over. He was taken out by Billie Eilish's "Bad Guy." Wow, uh, which is crazy because that's been like number two for a long time.
5: Yeah. Oh, so it's so just, just, just number just two. Long.
0: Number two with a bullet. Then she popped him off. Pretty great.
4: What do you Knocking think? Talking horse maneuver. Yeah. What yeah. do you, what <laughs> do you think she drafting? Did? What do you think she did to pump it up in the last week? Like, are, should we? Should we know. have a Billie Eilish story from from now on? I mean, in, she's an
0: interesting uh, person, you know. And Lil Nas X. I'm just classes. learning this that Billie girl. Eilish is a she. What? <laughs> I didn't know that Billie Eilish. She's is from a Highland she. Park. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. She's like she's like uh, she's almost like Lana Del Rey but without the backlash.
4: Ooh.
5: <laughs> Which. No? Lance is computing it. <laughs> no,
0: I, she and her family
5: are interesting characters. They've been working on music for a while. She's, I don't know, like mid teens right now.
1: You oh, think wow. she's about
0: to graduate? Okay. I think
5: she's like 17.
0: Um, wow. Yeah. Her brother and her generated- Would you
1: say
5: the edge of 17?
0: <laughs> her brother
5: and her generated some pretty distinct sounding records and uh, she makes really interesting visual work to go along with it. and. Um, so
0: she's, have you kn- Have you been, keep? you known about them for yeah, a bit for just a from while, like, yeah. what scene are they?
5: It's just got. a kind of a singular, you know, self-produced, almost like an extension of SoundCloud world. But he's definitely got his own production style that she picks and steers him towards stuff that she responds to, sort of a creepy uh, imagery. And, yeah, because
0: and, um, yeah, she's into like horror stuff and something like yeah, that. Yeah, but
5: right? it's a, its its own distinct thing. Like it's not mean-spirited or cruel. It's like unsettling. Yeah. Um, some of it's like internal like aimed at herself and sort of like the way that you're going through everything as a teenager and feel potentially like fuck this world or, mm-hmm. or you know yeah the sort of reaction of people like chewing with their mouth opening their <laughs> mouth while they're chewing and, yeah, yeah. and just trying to gross you out whatever like and the repulsion that some people have at what's going on inside your body at that time period
0: and this is something to... you're dealing with as a as a father like because you have a teenage <laughs> daughter yeah, and like you, like you get to see not to say like that's how your daughter feels but it's like that's yeah, that, something that, that, that you time can period clock people's now. Lives. Yeah, correct. You can yeah. clock that now in other artists, I, I'd imagine. And she's sort of like drawing from
5: that mindset, that emotional storminess, that uh, phase of everyone's life, and is making interesting contemporary work out of those uh, yeah. feelings and, and mood swings. and Man. That's
0: great. drama
3: for
5: a
0: living. Yeah. Uh, Lil Nas X congratulated her on tweeting and said, You deserve this. Yeah. Classy guy.
5: That's great. And yeah. she, you know, she booked a tour that started a couple months ago. And, and just the intense reaction of everyone that wanted to go see her, they were pretty quickly like having a bump up to larger rooms. Oh, oh yeah. wow. They, oh, cool. they would do that thing where they were like in like the 2,000, 3,000 mm-hmm. version of a venue. And then yeah. we're going to like take off the fake walls and. Oh, Yeah. What do they um, call
0: them? Like convertible um, venues or yeah, something? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, isn't 930 like
5: that? Isn't 930
0: have like yeah, a stage that
5: of, goes yeah. out or comes in? Yeah. So just, uh, it's great to see like new teenage weirdos making new weirdness. Yeah.
0: Yes. That's the thing. That's what I like about it. Like the squeaky cleanness has been kind of, uh, bugging me for a bit. Yeah. 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 And she's not
5: playing on like past tropes of like, uh, female teenage sexuality marketing type, you know, she's yeah. controlling things herself and sort of like putting together her own, uh, aesthetics and style and, and, but also has this weird thing of like, you know, she's collaborating with her brother. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't know, it's pretty interesting and she's a sharp character. That's really cool. And it's also interesting like the dynamic of her overtaking, you you asked like, how did this happen? Yeah. There's that thing that they're doing now where any variation or iteration or remix or good. Well, that's that's how, that's a little Nas X will stay stay at number one. She's similarly like, you know, grew up with, like, which was younger, not that she's, like, fully grown yet. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, went through, like, a Justin Bieber phase and yeah. had posters of him all over her walls. And mm-hmm. she got him to, like, add a, a vocal section to Bad Guy. Oh. A couple of weeks ago. Oh, wasn't cool. like, that's not what did it this week, but, like, a couple of weeks ago, there was like, a new version of it that came out that oh. counted towards
0: streams and It that was, like,
5: adding him to it.
0: Oh, wow. And that's So, so it's like it's almost adding to a Twitter thread because it bumps yes. the whole thing. Yeah. yeah,
5: and so it's interesting that songs are going longer on the charts yeah. than in the past, and that she was in number two for all this time and then now took over number one. I, I haven't checked what she did this week, but there's a good chance
4: that it's like, oh, this is a yeah, some slightly new. new version of it. She, she some, should get
1: little Oz X on.
0: Ah. <laughs>
4: that would break the internet. That would, Oh, that, wouldn't we all be? That is an interesting thing. for, for I was thinking about this because I was reading some old... Um, David Simon wrote that book. Uh, he, he wrote The Wire and all the that corner? stuff. The Corner? No, The, the Homicide. Right, and, and he talks about life in the streets, reads. life in the streets, jinx, oh, my and, coke. And he talks about the summer that he was writing the book, or it's in the book. There was the song of the summer, and it was, I think it was "Groove Is in the Heart," but it was just like that entire the entire time he was writing the book, that song was everywhere. But it was just that song. Yeah, it, that, that was the only version of it. It was just that over and over again. And now right. we've gotten like the song of the summer. Could I guess it could probably be. Old Town Road.
0: Oh, I think definitely. I'd yeah, I say it's gonna be the song of 2019. But it's but 20 odd remixes of it. Right? Yeah.
4: yeah. but that's the thing is like it gets this like a little extra double jump every once in a while. So the song that you heard at the beginning of the summer is not the same song that you so hear at the like, end
0: of the summer. Um, so like Thriller was like uh, number one on the charts, and then it kind of had the almost. Uh, aspect of it, like uh, the prospect of it maybe c- going down in the charts, yeah. and then like he gets like he's like, oh, now now there's going to be a part where Vincent Price is talking to like Bella Lugosi, <laughs> yeah. okay, and so Bella Lugosi comes and does idea. a verse, and three weeks later James Adomian's playing the <laughs> Vincent Price <player. laughs> Uh Guys, recently um, in a bar in Germany, I believe. Um, no, no, it was a uh, it was oh, it was in London. Some way off, but uh, it was in Hackney. Um, Dave oh, Grohl I know a few
4: comics from there.
0: Dave Grohl and uh, uh, went and sang um, the Rick Astley song, and then Rick Astley got him drums and played with him. I just wanna just tell impromptu, you I don't know. I know or just at some random crowd. Was it the Moth Club? Yes, it was the Moth Club. Is that spot
5: getting rebranded you by like the like, Moth
0: no, it doesn't say it in the uh, enemy reported it so maybe. I feel like they
5: might be sticking their name on and off like it may be turning into like the enemy
0: yeah club yeah and, like and then like and then they would have the power to like have like it was crazy, you know. Who showed up randomly, and yeah. it's like all orchestrated by yeah. one of the most powerful news uh, rags in the country. Do you remember that leaked video of David Lee Roth playing with
1: uh, Van Halen again after like a long time? And they
0: just start screaming at that dude.
1: Well, no, it's just like it was like a basement show. It was shot perfectly. Uh, <laughs> thank <I> was, you. <laughs> oh, that was you? No. <laughs> it was just like it was made to look like oh, it's just like a bunch of people's phone footage cut together. But I was like, this is completely produced yeah. and is made to look like oh we
4: got out yeah. on twitter the fact video. that he re- he responded to that makes me want to know what did you fake <laughs> yeah. what what band performance which did you- moon landing did you fake <laughs> yeah.
0: but that was it looked like a bunch of people with their phones at it yeah yeah, yeah. It was you know, just- you know that, that that concert special was called uh he fucking shot that <laughs> <laughs> which is of course a reference to i fucking shot that motherfucking google it dog yeah, yeah. Um, guys, uh, Elvis Presley, the king of rock and roll. Oh, he's got some news out. Um, he is going to be there's going to be on Netflix an Elvis Presley animated spy series. They okay. got picked up. The streamers ordered an adult animated show called Agent King, which imagines Elvis Presley trading his white jumpsuit for a jetpack as he's inducted into a secret government spy program to help battle dark forces that threaten the country he loves. All while holding down his day job as the most famous rock and roll star on the planet. I get a
4: question. Do you think they have to go to Elvis' estate to do something Absolutely. like that? Yes, Absolutely. Yeah. But he, Elvis, but there's so many like,
0: Elvis is still alive. Any of those guys and, like, that used to hang out with him? Any of those guys that enabled him to kill himself at 47? Any of those guys still around? No. Did they get money, do you think, after the fact? I mean, Priscilla's Are, I, I, I still bet-
4: alive, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. I
1: don't and Lisa least Marie. Only 47. Yeah. Was he younger than that? I don't know. I, like He that. died in 77. I know that. August. Yeah. Probably wow. today.
0: <laughs> he, uh, he was real young. Wow. Because he popped off so, such a, like, you know, such a... He was so young. Well, because
4: he, he... How old was he when the comeback special hit? He wasn't... I don't it even think he was... He
1: was 69. He'd already been in the Army, so he was at least in his 20s. He was in the... Was he in the Army in... 68, sorry. Vietnam?
0: No, he was in... Korea. Korean... It was in uh, Germany, but it was my friend big Ian uh, was talking about how he went to Graceland and like saw the the like the comeback special, like the jumpsuit that he wore when he was like you know fat Elvis, mm-hmm. and he said it like he's like he's like they had it out on a mannequin, and I, I was standing right next to it, and I realized I would not have been able to fit in it. <laughs> it he wasn't that fat. Yeah, he no. just like he had a bloated face from. Booze and drugs. Yeah. yeah.
1: And also, he used to be super in shape. So That's true. There's contrast and it's there.
0: just he, any guy with that huge jaw is going to, you know, kind of. No, he was 42. 42. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, boy. Understand. So much fame, so young. And, you know, fuck you up. Hello, fuck you up. But the thing is, like, isn't that what Johnny Bravo was? Wasn't that like an Elvis type of guy? Yeah. Spy, that was like, a cartoon? character on the Brady Bunch. What was the, what's the guy I'm thinking about? The Adult Swim show. No. Really Adult Swim.
4: Uh, that no, that was Johnny Bravo. That yeah. was on Cartoon Network. But he was was it, it also a character from the Brady Bunch? It might have been where Greg
1: turned into Johnny Bravo because he fit the suit, and they didn't want him to sing or be. Oh, you know
4: what? It, I think it was like a takeoff on that. Yeah. Oh my God,
0: guys! Uh, recently, um, Jack White was attending a baseball game. Oh. Um, he was uh, he was watching a, a base. He was watching uh, the Detroit Tigers play the Chicago Cubs. Uh, and then um, it, the game was running long, so he had to leave to go to do a show. And then when the show was done, he found out that the game was still going on, so he ran back and caught the tail end of it. Yeah, that's nice. That's uh,
4: speaking of baseball, and uh, hold on, Lance was about to guess. say something. Uh, Lance has something to say.
5: <laughs> I don't follow
4: baseball.
0: <laughs> I hope that wasn't it. Thanks. I thought this
5: happened when they were playing that venue, the Anthem, which I thought was like a DC, Virginia area.
0: Uh, yes, I'm they, sorry. It was a raconteur tour show at the Anthem, but it was Detroit so Tigers and Chicago Cubs. How were those two teams? Oh, you know what? I misread this. Was he know? watching it? No, it was. Uh, I, it like a I apologize. Team? It was he was yeah. uh, going to a Washington uh, game. Um, uh, they just the way this is written, they're just saying he loves Nationals. He was watching the Washington Nationals. Okay, it was yeah. Nationals Brewers. That makes sense.
4: Oh, that would that game did go very long. Yes. Um, past past guest and baseball uh, fan uh, Mike O'Brien. Called the Chicago Cubs baseball game yesterday for TV. Oh, yeah, uh, down
0: and no, it was White Sox,
4: White Sox, White yeah. Sox
0: versus Angels. Yeah, I don't yeah. follow baseball either, but he seemed really excited, and that's always nice. Yeah, cool. uh,
4: this was also Bill Walton did it on Friday night, uh, and that was fucking insane. You who know who Bill Walton is? He is the biggest deadhead the NBA ever produced, like, yeah. he is seven foot tall, a huge hippie and a huge basketball player. Oh wow. Um and he's like 50 years old now. For a while he was uh hosting Grateful Dead Time Life uh album recordings like he would be the guy like you will not believe how much the Grateful Dead like I, it was late night TV pitch it, pitch mm-hmm. ads for him. I can't believe you don't know. You know Bill Walton? You know yeah. Bill Walton? Yeah. He's he's a real weird dude and his connection with reality is not close enough that he can watch a game of baseball and not be amazed. Like, you, sure. a guy f- flied out to left field, and he was screaming that it was going to go over the the fence. <laughs> like, he's just getting facts <laughs> wrong that he can observe. It's it's fantastic.
0: Um, guys, remember yes. how we reported that- uh, We
4: did report. We did that, a lot of reporting. That
0: there was going to be a Slayer race car. Mm-hmm. Oh, Last week, Slayer and NASA were joining Rick Ware Racing as a primary sponsor for the number 54 entry, the Bristol Motor Speedway. Um, but it seems as if, out of nowhere, all Slayer signage has been removed from the car. And there's ah. no official announcement about what's going on. Maybe someone from uh, that world was like, Who's Slayer? And then looked up <laughs> uh, maybe a couple interviews. <laughs> yeah, a couple <laughs> of lyrics of some early records. A couple of lyrics on the early stuff. Yeah.
4: I mean yeah. we love stuff shooting flames but not hellfire.
0: Yeah. I mean
1: they yeah, they got to go in both ways. They got like the uh anti-christian kind of stance that's going to alienate a lot of NASCAR people and then they also have the <laughs>
4: the uh
0: slightly racist or overtly racist. Yes. Yeah, that's the sound of the car when it goes by.
3: <laughs>
0: um yeah, that's a uh, one of those things. It's uh, a lot of that there's a lot of good metal that just you kind of I don't want to dig too deep. <laughs> <laughs> not a genre known for its depth.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah. No. <laughs> it's a very thin scab. Yeah, too busy
0: <laughs> shredding lands <laughs> to really overthink the stuff. Um, so I'm not sure if you guys know this, but uh, Jimmy World did a tour this summer mm-hmm. with uh, Third Eye Blind.
4: Didn't know that. I did not know that. Um, Jimmy World and Third Eye Blind seem like the same band from different years. Like 97 and... really. 2005. Well, they're mm. both three words. Is that that, what, that might is be that it. what's getting you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I you, say, Is that why they got together, you think?
0: Jimmy I don't World. think they
4: share a fan base that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I is that to... what the news story is about?
0: Uh, no. Well, it, it just ended. So, Zach Lind, the singer of um, Jimmy World tweets out after it's done. And this happened on my birthday so maybe this is why I got buried because it was on August 3rd uh, which was not <laughs> why a why you
1: got buried? <laughs> why you uh, didn't get more verifieds wishing you happy birthday? <laughs> I thought that was literally. a very funny
0: bit. <laughs> it was a great bit. Um, hold up. Can't Cash, when you're it. kicking around chords that's bound to happen.
4: Yep. I know what it is.
3: Holy fucking shit.
4: <laughs> I thought I knew what it is. Bye! Ah!
2: So, um,
0: so uh, Zach Lynn, singer, sa- he tweets out right when it's done. Stephen Jenkins is a fucking creepy, creepy douchebag. Oh, oh, that's the singer. For that's the singer Eye of Island. Third Eye Blind. Um, and then, um, in parentheses, says, "I feel so much better now." <laughs> uh, and then uh, follows up to that tweet saying, "LOL" with the picture of uh, the band members of Third Eye Blind, singer right in the middle. Uh, says, the members, this is a sign that was up at all of the venues. The members of Third Eye Blind will not be wearing laminates. Please learn their faces so they are granted entrance to all areas of the venue. Please also be diligent in making sure that they are the only people allowed entrance backstage without laminates. Wow. But I feel like the photos are like 10 to 15
4: years old. <laughs> yes, if you see the photos,
0: they're not new. They're not <laughs> new <laughs> pics. So that's like, current. you gotta like imagine some stressed out young <laughs> security guy going, I don't know maybe maybe
4: <laughs> I don't know that the, the like they've included the the method of their own defeat within it which is like the security guard like stops them and oh I'm sorry man you look like shit go ahead
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: just like oh I, like, you've been living hard they're ensuring
1: insults
4: yeah
0: and then uh he like says also just the way these photos are arranged tells you all you need to know about that operation is that because the singer's kind of front and center on it uh, <laughs> and then he and then he responds with I genuinely feel bad for anyone stepping in to defend this dude when they have no idea what they're defending. My assessment of the man here is extravagantly generous. <laughs> <laughs> and for those saying I should have said my piece in person, A, you don't know I didn't, and B, you're coming, in, you're coming to the defense of someone who literally redrafted his band's recording contract for his own benefit on the eve of the signing and didn't tell his bandmates until years later. Wow, Is this something you've heard of? Yeah. That's crazy! Crazy. What a dick!
5: There was a lot of tension within the band uh, when they found out. Obviously, (laughs) that was part of the kind of like gap of time or hiatus that they were. Oh,
0: between "Mm -hmm." the two. That's probably why they all look like shit. Yeah, a lot of stress. (laughs) Well, there's like in the the pictures. There's clearly one new guy. Uh, Like, (laughs) like when you see like a a punk band from like the early '90s, late '80s, there's always like two or three young guys (laughs) playing with them. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's. I love it's like Jimmy World. I love like Clarity. I think is a great album. Um, Static Age. I think is yeah. uh, another great album. And even that 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 one that just blew. to think that an indie rock band had a an album with like five singles.
3: Mm. Like
0: there was like five singles on that thing. That was crazy that they just kept on hitting it out of the park with that album and i think about that a lot there's like there hasn't been like an album that has cons- that many songs coming out on the radio yeah um but uh but parrots parents, yeah, parrots your parrots are here get oh, yeah, a falconer um but it's uh yeah and i like that he's like still like they seem like nice guys i've never heard anyone say anything bad about jimmy world where are they from
5: desert like arizona is that oh right? yeah oh, that or makes like sense a- I should, we should look it up and clarify, but I think yeah. like one of the Sky Harbor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that Phoenix? the
0: Glendale,
1: yeah, uh, sounds, Scottsdale, Phoenix? That right.
0: okay. um, sounds I always think about, and you talked about it when you were on, I think the first time, Lance, where like the weird band shit that happens. And like you talked about how Tool, now that they've <laughs> re- now released a new album, they had like a sectioned off. Um, yeah, like a little pop up tent that
5: you couldn't see into or that the audience couldn't see into. Yeah, where they made their kind of two troglodyte roadie dudes like set up a bench pressing station. <laughs> yeah, so they could just lift weights <laughs> right, right before so could, like, going on stage. Just kind of like get a little bit cut and ripped and a little bit sweaty right before going on stage. Get the blood flowing, and get the muscles kind of popping. <laughs>
0: I've heard of comics doing that, like doing push-ups before. <laughs> I mean, outside. I'll see. Yeah. You know, if you see Josh faden before a set. You see him doing his yeah. stretches and stuff like that, so he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he's throwing himself down a flight of stairs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Over, what was that one show? Josh Faden falls down the stairs. Oh my god, like twenty-eight like times, forty-five
1: minutes <laughs> of him just falling down. And
0: just like always, kind of having some new reason why <laughs> yeah. it happened or why he was he had to go back upstairs. It's pretty great, but uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. It, that's that's one of those stories with like a guy from that band, um, Third Eye Blind, I would never go, what? He's creepy? <laughs> like, that's no surprise to me. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I think I've I told think the story before that my mom and my dad, uh, when I was a teenager, went on an uh, a American Dental Society road trip and went to San Francisco for some conference. And my mom went to the, like, the local record store and said, my son really likes music. <laughs> what local music can I bring home from San Francisco? And she brought me back a Third Eye Blind CD, yeah. and I was very polite about it. But then it turned into uh, the Penn and Teller Parsley game, where you would go to someone's house and sneak it into their oh, <laughs> collection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like,
0: who could like sneak it in and have it stay? I remember uh, when I went to visit my family, like Chico in the '90s, uh, like went to the record store. I was like, I was like, hey, what's like a local band that like I want to find out? Like there was like. Well, you know, someone just put out like a, a compilation of like Chico, like you know, punk and indie bands. I was like, awesome, and I go over to and it's a huge sticker that says includes a su- unreleased track from Mother Hips. Wow! <laughs> and, like, and I was like, I was like, oh, I think I've heard of them, and the whole thing was trash. <laughs> I remember just like it was all just because it was all just it's Chico, so it was all college yeah. like jammy hippie, um, bar rock me. stuff. And like I, th- I was like, I was like, I get that these are local, but I wanted so badly to just be able to walk into a record store, and go, give me the local comp- punk compilation. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> What's Mother Hits? Should I recognize that? Yeah, they were yeah. they were sizable. They, they had a single on Sub Pop, I think. Right. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Like during it was like them and like uh, it was like late '80s Sub Pop, I think.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. I think. Before my time. Um,
0: I'm very young. So Adam Durwitz from Counting Crows. Mm-hmm.
1: You mean yeah. the guy with He's the, the news segment is getting surprisingly geriatric. We do week. <laughs> I, I just go with what In the... Dizzy Gillespie news, <laughs> <laughs> let's hear more about Elvis and fucking...
0: I just... I don't make the news. I just pass by the <laughs> stuff where I don't love. understand. What's reason, new in Pat Boone? You know what, what's... Uh, the only reason that like we started tracking Lil Nas X was because it was like... Lil Nas X scores big with Trek on TikTok, and I was like, "What does this sentence mean?" <laughs> yeah, and then now we're now we're part of the zeitgeist, Neil. <laughs> oh it comes boy. In waves. Anyway, he like he finally said he finally shaved his head. He stopped using the the weird the weird uh, um, ex- wigs. Ex- Bob. No, there were not. wasn't a wig. There were extensions. There were dread extensions. Well, extensions are a wig that's just applied differently. Sure.
4: <laughs> it, it oddly enough, ASAP Rock has a song about that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, about a, of discovering a woman drew, grew her dreadlocks, cut them up, and now she just attaches them whenever she wants. And he's oh. like, "Yeah, that's kind of the greatest idea anybody's ever had with for dreadlocks." Yeah, backup hair. Yeah, you can shower and still I have wonder,
1: dreadlocks. I learned about extensions from the Chris Rock movie uh, Good Hair.
0: Oh. oh, I I learned about it's pretty cool. Um, Goodbye. That means it's time for uh, Slipknot news. Uh, <laughs> Slipknot news.
4: Slipknot's news. Yeah, I'm that bit from
0: Conan. Uh, uh, this is actually kind of sad. Oh. Slipknot concert goer dies after being thrown from mosh pit. And I'd I say like, that's more than sort of sad. It's really sad. Thrown um, for
4: like like. But then I,
0: the, I then I kept on reading. I was like I was like oh that's such a bummer like for some kid to go to a show and then that for the violence to be that bad that it happens. And then the first um first sentence is uh, a 62 year old man Ooh. has died after attending a recent Slipknot concert in Illinois results of an autopsy are pending, and the cause of death is unknown. But witnesses describe seeing Valdez thrown from a mosh pit. He seemed fine throughout the concert, though, enjoying the music and drinks and talking to the people who sat in front of me. Wow. Basically, everyone was jumping around in the mosh pit and having a good time and just being friendly and roughhousing dorks, as usual for metal concerts. And then um, during the song Sulphur, uh, he he sm- they said he was smacked in the mosh pit, and then uh... uh He's, he seized oh people he started to have a seizure. Oh mm-hmm. yeah there you go. Yeah. That's pre existing
1: condition.
4: That yeah. is the Not only ever heard of a fatality God. in a pit.
0: Yeah. Uh have you Lance, you've been to a lot of concerts. Have you ever been to a concert where someone died? No. <laughs>
5: No, I don't think so.
0: You were not Woodstock '99.
5: Nah, I wouldn't ever go that.
0: I no. don't know. I don't know your life. It, like it seems, <laughs> yeah, it seems like a thing that you would have like. Oh, says yeah, I he says as happened to be in town. He sure. says
4: as he stuffs his plane ticket to Bethel from last week <laughs> under <laughs> the couch.
0: No, um, I
5: don't think I've ever been uh, in a show or something terrible like that. I, uh,
0: yeah, I don't think I've, I've never been to a show where someone died, but I've been to like a show where someone got seriously injured. I so a friend of uh, a friend of mine's. Uncle
4: was the, (laughs) sorry, was the paramedic in uh, Gimme Shelter that traded uh, that that took the guy that uh, took the guy over the fence that got stabbed, and he says the thing that they cut out of that Gimme Shelter is that he showed up at the fence and the Hells Angel was like, go get everything out of that ambulance, put it in a bag, throw the bag over, then we throw you the guy. And oh, he had to do shit. that.
1: Jesus Christmas. Yeah.
4: That's crazy. Don't trust Hells Angels with your security, guys. Didn't, I mean, I, we learned Bob this. Did
1: you tell us a Rolling Stone story? Like, it was the first concert he went to with his dad and his brother and a guy fell off the balcony and landed right next to him. Oh, oh Jesus. I think he told
0: that on the show. Well. Geez, yeah, I think he did. Still doesn't I, uh, beat Mark, a,
4: Mark Sandman's death. God, God once bless him. I saw
0: a band, a guy, like, stage dove from the band. Um, no one was really there. I don't know why he did it. Uh, and, like, he just landed on his arm real bad. And it was, like, Ooh. just, like, you know, like, in the middle of his
1: Oh, you got an extra finish. elbow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: um, yeah. That's, that's one like, time
1: when uh, Lance was uh, gracious enough to hire me to follow Odd Future, when we were in uh, Phoenix, uh, someone from the someone stage dove for the first time, feet out, landed on this girl in the front row, and then the crush was so hard against like the, the riot gate up at the front of the stage, she just kind of like got hit, didn't fall down because there's people behind her to keep her up, mm-hmm. and then she's like in the front row, and I turned my camera around and it's just her nose exploded and blood all over her mouth and she doesn't realize it yet. Oh, no. But the two women who are standing next to her are looking at her like,
5: oh, my God. I guess now that you're reminding me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
5: there was a MTV Woody Awards. Like, they MTV. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, call MTVU. Yeah. yeah. Right? Uh, and they're trying to shoot a segment with Odd Future very early on. And one of the one of the members saw two people that had been hired to kind of dress up in mascot outfits, mm-hmm. and maybe like picked one of them up and body slammed oh, them. Oh, jeez! And you know, just out of control, just you know,
4: those guys were very boisterous. Yeah,
5: and not not treating it as like, oh, that's like a local person that answered a Craigslist ad inside <laughs> that. That's not like a real.
4: Yeah, you know. that's an actual teddy bear. I want yeah, to play with exactly. the teddy bear. So,
5: yeah, uh, I think some bones got
4: broken mm. <laughs> of the local person that had responded to a Craigslist ad. Actually. So, uh, Uh, so the first like festival show I ever went to was the Horde Tour in 97 I want to say
0: stop bragging how many sets did uh, uh, Blues Traveler do just one (laughs) uh,
4: but I saw Ben Folds for the first for first time and I actually he came out and he said this is like this is my our first national tour this is gonna be a lot of fun and he came out and he slammed his hand on the piano and the fucking uh, lid came down and crushed his thumb And he's and he got the reason I know it was his first tour because he got up and went, Motherfucker, I think I just broke my, my thumb oh, no. on the first show of this tour. Okay. And it was right when what was it, Amen and everything after uh Whatever Never Amen? Yeah, whatever never Amen. That was their first that
0: was their second album.
4: No, then it was it was the one with brick on it, right? That's the that's the second album. And then it was right when that came She's out. Yeah, damn. Um and he was so angry and then slowly like kind of tried to keep going with the show and was was doing all right i think he made it through that show Fuck. but i don't know what happened afterwards but that was he was it was he was close to tears uh
0: my, my friend jared um he played in a band called darker my love and they were just like their album came out they're about to go on this big tour i think opening up for i mean like one of the first some pickup tours or something like that but it was like a big tour and he was um he just started dating my friend katherine mm-hmm. peterson and um and he was like going to make her uh, orange fresh, fresh orange juice, oh. and then he sliced his thumb open while trying to cut oranges, and like had to skip half of the tour, like oh. just because he couldn't play. Like Weak. just it was just like he was fucking miserable, and that was also like his money. That's what he was <laughs> planning on. Yeah. Uh, but well, that's it for our music news segment. Uh, we are going to take a break with a song. Uh- We're gonna take a break with a song by um, um, this band. Okay, all right. (laughs) Uh, King Tides. I'm sorry, it was can't pay
1: pay for that kind of promote. Yeah, I'm
0: sorry, it was just cut off when I was. It's a the band's called King Tides. Submitted track 1800 and froze to death. Uh, So enjoy that while we come back. We're gonna talk about covers that are better in our opinion than the original.
3: This is either Scott Stapp or Eddie Vedder, and you're listening to Jonah Radio. (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right. Uh, I
4: love a good either or impression.
0: (laughs) Uh, Is this me? Nope.
3: It's
1: me. (laughs) It's me. Wow, drop humor. Um, Oh, man. That was the sweet spot,
0: <laughs> That was pretty good. Uh, well, it is time for our... A construct drama from ...featured minute. segment. Our theme... Featured segment. segment.
4: We got to come up with a name for that. All right. Sure, so this, this we'll week- use this one this time. Yeah, How about yeah, that, We'll use this
0: one this time. Our only consistency. There he is. <laughs> hey, consistency. Get pumped, synth. He's here every week, folks. Um, <laughs> Neil... That's a threat. Tell us
1: about this segment. Oh, we got a Twitter suggestion from... uh, Oh, jeez. Well, I said it on the Twitter.
4: I got it. It's That that Choffy. That Choffy. Going by the name Uh,
1: of Choffy uh, the Old Man. He asked about uh, cover songs that are better than the original version.
0: Now, if you listen to to Jonah Radio, you are well aware that here at the show, we are huge cover fans. Mm -hmm. Love covers.
1: I love covers.
0: We all love covers. Even recently...
1: I had to go with the first one that come to mind because if I thought about it too much, I
0: would have wasted my whole day. That's true. Like, but even recently, uh, we found like just the other day, Silver Sun Pickups did a cover of "Cry Little Sister" from the uh, Lost Boys soundtrack, acoustically.
4: Acoustic covers yeah. always a. It was just a. This an album track or this no, is no, a this this from
0: uh, live at Sirius SiriusXMU. Oh.
4: I got waitlisted at Sirius XMU. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now this one. That was almost on key. Yeah. So, I mean, the the
4: essence of a good cover. <laughs>
1: it was the next
0: Okay. Well, anyway, uh, so we started thinking about what songs do we like uh, more than the original? Uh, and uh, we're, let's, let's start with uh, Lance, our, All right. our esteemed returning guest. I might be changing my answer. Well, oh, boy. Oh. The thing, I am tethered to my phone for internet. Oh, it's not something that's released. <laughs> oh, oh! Hot oh, shot oh, over wow. here. Oh,
4: geez. Mr.
1: Industry Insider. was... <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Just in the um,
0: weird flex, but
5: I'll dig it. Yeah, because like you were just asking before we were on the mics again about yeah. the thing that I did ask you to, to pull up, which is the Galaxy Five Hundred performance of
0: Ceremony. Of course. So wow. the original Ceremony
5: done by Joy Division. Joy Division. They played it live. They did some rehearsal tape recordings of it. Yeah. Um, but they never like did a studio recording of it. And Joy then, Division never. Joy did. Division, Joy Division oh, never cool.
0: did. But they um, after the death of their frontman. Yep. Um, of course New Order Did a great had a hu- hu- Great version of it yeah. And Nice testament to Joy Division yeah. And, yeah and this became One of their first Hits Correct Yeah I don't know if it was a hit But like one of their first Well singles the, in, and yeah. yeah yeah It's one of the most Well known songs Yeah College radio yeah. hit Side one yeah. of the compilation Yeah <laughs> Trap But um And then of course That was the New Order version And then you picked Galaxy 500 Yeah Galax- Yeah Thousand isn't it?
4: No, 500. Oh, okay. Check yourself. I got into them before inflation. <laughs>
3: fired.
0: Lance barely even wants to. <laughs> Lance just retreated. Yeah, Lance, Lance, his all a cave of a brain. He's
4: thinking of every mile he drove to be here and wondering <laughs> how to get him back on his car.
0: So a mellower version Not not that staccato yeah. Down tempo, yeah Yeah Um This
5: is Who Drums is You know, doing more sort of like Hi-hat work And story. Sort of uh, Almost like A leaf going down a stream Kind of bouncing around It's like it's not as a uh, Yeah Straightforward and, and Linear It's not a dad song Yeah Um And I just love everything about the recording. It was recorded by Kramer at uh, Noise in New York, and just the uh, sort of the energy level that Dean was operating at the time. Like, <laughs> I loved everything about it, and uh, would drive around people just listening to this when I was a uh, teenager. So you're just driving around Athens. Uh, this time I was in uh, military bases in New Jersey, central New Jersey. Okay. So Before I left there to go down to Athens.
0: Another part of your life that yeah. I never knew existed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Um, staying in a lot of like twenty-four hour laundromats and uh, gas station bathrooms that I'd lock myself into, and had <laughs> a cassette of this, uh, which was out on like a twelve-inch single as a B-side that they did. Oh wow! Wow! Who so when left was-
0: the fridge open? <gasps>
5: what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Rough Trade uh, before that label collapsed at that time, and then yeah, it was a really great recording and yeah and i lived inside it for a while
0: and it's like when you think about that song now someone says when someone says ceremony now does your brain immediately go to the galaxy it does go to the galaxy 500
5: and i certainly love uh like live new order shows where they'll tend to play it and it's great yeah a lot of other bands have covered it recently and i i enjoy almost everyone's cover of it it's just a good song it's a great song yeah it's one that i can play like i'm not like a super proficient musician but like the bass line on it which is a kind of main melodic thing yeah the guitar part are both like easy enough to kind of teach yourself how to pick yeah up and play yeah definitely <sighs> and you can really experiment with the sound of them like you can put different amount of reverb or delay yeah and like <laughs> yeah it's and, such and it's it, so simple that i think you, that might be part yeah. of why so many bands are drawn to Cover doing it. versions of it and covering yeah. it so i i would say there's like at least a good half dozen to dozen very well done uh other iterations or yeah covers of it
1: you know Wait, why were you locking yourself in bathrooms and laundromats? I was running away from home at the time.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's,
1: <laughs> now it makes sense.
0: I um, thought it was just recreational. How many times yeah. did you run home? Run away but, from home? Yeah, too much. To, it's too sad to. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just but, like I just like a. Uh, I guess I was more interested in the number than the reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Let's,
4: <laughs> let's just say this last one's going real well for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. caught him yet. Yeah. yeah, Jonah's a stats guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really the sabermetrics.
0: Listen, yeah. I just want the information, the facts. Um, so mine is one of those things where I heard the song when it came out and I loved it. Um, and it was one of my favorite albums at the time when it came out. It was still working at Benway Records in Best Beach. It was for Light Green Leases. Look at What the Light Did Now. Of course, I think he also did a version of it with Feist. Yep. And then Feist did it on her own, I mm-hmm. think. That was part of my great uh, Apple Shuffle ride over here was oh Feist. nice. Yeah. Um, but, of course, the original um, Rill's just kind of mellow and nice and pretty. Look at What the Light Did Now. This is a great album, by the way, Like Leaves.
4: This is the original?
0: This is the original. Here it comes. Here comes the drop.
2: Hear it like a pounce upon a pico, look at what the light did now. Bear it like a bounce upon the beagle, look at what the light did now.
1: And so this is the original. This is or the original. And what's your cover? Is it cover like a boy
0: I found, girl? I found randomly. I think I heard it on college radio when I was traveling around, um, uh, f- uh for the, uh, in America. Mm-hmm. Like I heard the song. I was like, wait a minute, I know this song. And it was a cover by Flo Morrissey and Matthew E.
1: White. I was gonna ask, is it a boy girl band? Because I know a boy girl version of this. That's well, even been in the like movie. It,
0: even like Little Wings did a boy girl version of it with he did it with fights there's video oh, of it okay. online of them next to like a creek like <laughs> shoeless and playing it and this is the fucking it, this one's just nice and like 70s AM AM gold oh yeah
1: oh yeah <laughs> like Boz Skaggs thing. Linda Ronstadt Ooh. level says the guy criticized you for bringing up old music <laughs> <laughs>
4: I he hear it like a pounce upon. Oh.
0: Look at what the light did now. And then it calls out, love. Look at what the light <laughs> did now. They a little audience like. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's this like, is... it's fucking groovy. that, that I love it. That.
4: My mind has a whole Vaseline smeared over the lens. Hearing that song, it just seems fuzzy. Yeah, yeah, don't want to. Don't did that was a bad one. I should have seen that. Uh, uh, Mine is. It's actually um, I like a song. I I like the original song quite a bit, except for one part. Uh, And this is sort of a replacement in that uh, the original song is uh, Cortez the Killer. Uh, by Neil Young and Crazy Horse.
0: They're just uh, putting out their first new album in, I think, like 18 years or something. Like that. Oh, really? Yeah.
4: Um, I like them. I, it's I think it's off Live Rust. It's a it's a really pretty song. It's a, a, a as a song it makes me think of California. Just the the like the weird indigenous. It's about indigenous people. It's a really interesting song. There's a lot of sympathy for the people that lived in America before. Cortez comes, and basically Cortez comes and destroys their way of living, destroys everything. It's a very sympathetic song, and it's got a lot of, I mean, the guitar is the thing, and there's just a lot of wailing in it. It's just a fucking jam. The problem with the original song is the thing that undercuts it the most is he starts singing a refrain in the worst Rasta Man accent. Oh, no. Uh, it's, you walk along the water, man, a corretes, a And Like, it undercuts the beauty of the songwriting. It undercuts the beauty of everything. And I just hated it. And then my brother turned me on to the, uh, apparently it's one of Built to Spill's favorite jam songs. And it's on, yeah. like, all of their live stuff. And they're all, like, 20 minutes. Hold on, and-
0: real quick, before you continue every song Built to Spill plays is their favorite jam song.
4: <laughs> yes, and, okay.
0: But also, this is the funny thing. I never realized how close Doug kind of oh, yeah. sings like.
4: The the, yeah. the, the the vocals are very similar. He's got that sort of like Canadian <laughs> nasal sort of thing going on. And then,
0: you know, that's Idaho pretty is pretty close. To, well, no, he started in Washington, right? Was Washington or Idaho? He was in Twin Falls, Idaho. Yeah. Twin Falls, Idaho, that's right. That yeah. is but and this is of course still the Built the Spill version from the live album, yeah, which is three hours long and only seven tracks.
4: <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, like I said, it, it still gives me like the jam. the The guitar is much more progressive than Neil. I like. I love Neil Young's guitar, but it's like he didn't learn anything from Van Halen. Pause. Are we
1: listening to the new version or the? Now this is the Built the Spill version. This is the Built okay. the Spill version. Yeah, so
4: that yeah, they sound So the the reason it's, it's a better cover is frankly it doesn't have this weird thing that takes down. you just me got out.
1: the oil change and you don't have that
4: annoying part in it. Yeah, anymore. exactly. It's so But uh, it is 14 minutes
0: longer than oh, the original. Oh, yes. And <laughs> it is from a live album, so
4: um so yeah that's uh that's that was my choice not not exactly that it's Wait 14 minutes longer Yes. so uh
0: yes uh so the original 30 seconds for the original Cortez the Killer and they do 20, 20 minutes 29 oh seconds my God, for the live Built to Spill That's egregious
5: There's a great Slint live version of Cortez the Killer Is it oh, really shit. No, no way. way is it on that uh, uh the the Gatefox so- I don't think it got Really, I, I don't remember if it's on that box, but it's it's out on cassettes and stuff. Later, right, I'll, I'll take a look. You can find it on YouTube, yeah. I'm sure. Right. Yeah.
1: Man, um, I I signed up for that box set faster than I've ordered anything in my life. <laughs> like, their, they, their this ver- will undo my teenage years. Their version, Slint's
0: version of Cortez the Killer, eight minutes yeah. well, Tidy. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Britt Walford, what's up? Hold on, I'm I'm skipping an ad. <laughs> Uh, you know what? We're not going to be able to load this. Anyway, okay. check it out. Check it out. Just check it out. Uh, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. But uh, uh, Lance, you were going to say you were going to uh, mention other stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of things that just kind of
5: came to mind once we started talking about this idea. So yeah. August 6th of 1993, Nirvana played a version of No Quarter by Led Zeppelin. Oh, cool. uh, oh wow. It a benefit for me as a at the King Center in Seattle. And that, like them doing... It it, it kind of like heading out of the, you know, Nevermind Incesticide era into the mindset of in utero, like that era of like Nirvana, but before they added any additional musicians, like pre Pat Smear just curt generating all the guitar playing and doing this very dark, heavy, really moody version of of No Quarter. Yeah. uh, I, I like, I had a slight background exposure to no quarter of the Zeppelin song. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't one that I'd deeply, I deeply, I didn't go through like deep stuff, you know, they were kind yeah, of yeah. like Hesher burnout background stuff of like yeah, yeah, exactly. older, gnarlier kids The <laughs> in my lifetime. But when Nirvana played this thing, it was like, what is this song? Like, this is a really amazing and phenomenal. Yeah. And um, they never did like a proper recording of it or oh, yeah. that must've been
1: close to the time where there was the page plant, uh, unplugged on, yeah. on MTV and, and, Oh that makes sense And yeah. that's when I first heard, heard No Quarter And I was like oh that's song rips yeah. And I was taking drum lessons at the time So then I went back and found like the
5: original And I was like oh yeah it's like a killer John Bonham like big drum sound But the other thing that that brought up is like do you consider It a cover version like Coltrane doing My Favorite Things Yeah, the- way better than the original Song mm-hmm. but well, is that but- just
4: Th- that's why I wanted to, uh, I, I think there's an extension of this to another show, which is what are rock and roll standards? Because that's what it used to be in jazz, was it was like, it's ju- it's my favorite things, it's take the A train, it's maybe some show tunes, but it, it's these these songs that kind of everybody knew and would put their own spin on. But is there that for rock and roll? Is there a standard standard? Um, yeah, it.
5: there's some horrible ones. Yeah, well, there's like mostly, not fade away.
4: Yeah, not fade away is exactly what I was thinking of. There's um,
5: the that, original's great. Everything else has not been great.
4: No, uh, the the uh, El Paso. The yep. uh, most of these are actually songs I know the dead did, which which which, which, which is not going to help my case. But like that, I feel like That's one thing that we're almost missing. Like this, like maybe like what 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 is a song that like everybody plays
0: um stepping stone yeah that's a good one monkeys minor threat all the bands in that scene did stepping stone
1: in the in the dc scene yeah yeah okay um
4: yeah i guess it it it, like stuff like ramones uh the ramones i feel like almost kind of completed that except that the, it's just a complete sound like everybody can do a ramon song and it works that way yeah um that whole kind of
5: era of like springsteen doing like we're gonna do twist and shout now yeah like, like land of a thousand yeah. dances yeah oh, yeah
4: old time
0: give me that old time rock and roll yeah yeah
4: but yeah. Uh, but i guess it's just a testament that the, that music has grown so much that you can't find those like well, singular touchstones, or that by the time that you have those, but they're radio hits. Well, and nobody I mean, like, wants it's to like, hear right, radio you know, hits.
0: Fiddler does uh, Francis Farmer, yeah. by Nirvana, which is probably time-wise the same amount of time from when they did No Quarter to when No Quarter oh, came yeah. out. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah, they it's did. It's a that. great cover because Zach's voice is perfect for that. You yeah. know, um, I don't. Were you at that show? Um, it was the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame show for Nirvana. I didn't go to that but like, and I'm a huge deer tick fan
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, but I never would have once been like, it's like, who do you think would be one of the best singers to bring in to like sing Kurt songs uh, with like the guys from Nirvana? And I would have never said deer tick. And when I saw that video, I was like, holy shit, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I think a lot of people would probably go like, uh, I don't know, like Ty Siegel, get Ty Siegel in there, yeah. or uh, you know, or Zach or something like that. But like, like the guy from deer tick, something about that, something about that, it was, it's a drawl that, and I think it's like, um, it's an, is it's it like, it's the like nasal? cause they're both come from like slight rural neighborhoods that are also like not too far away from metropolitan areas. I think that was my only way of kind of going like, maybe yeah. that's what it is like that. There is like, they kind of can summon a drawl. Yeah. I
5: don't, um, um, I don't know. How many
0: live versions have you
5: seen of people doing where Eagle Stare? Yeah. I, I, I was one of them. I
0: have my band my band covered where Eagles there. Not fun for a drummer. Not oh. fun, a little too uh. like fucking pop, pop, pop. Yeah, I just fucking too much. I was gonna. say you hear say, about those Misfits tickets now? Misfits no. tickets are now going for like uh two hundred and twenty dollars, some that. Oh shit, those guys learn how to play their instruments? <laughs> but it's funny because like anytime you post anything about misfits, you'll get some guy showing up going like uh uh, did you see actual misfits or did you see, you know, that's like, if it's not with, you know, like in Glenn, it doesn't count. Well, he's making mm-hmm. movies, buddy. Veronica.
4: they Did you see, have you seen Veronica yet? I have not. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. These guys yeah. have seen it. It
0: comes out soon. We're going to do a commentary track wow. when it comes out. <laughs> uh, so Neil, allegedly are... wait. Uh. Yeah, no, yeah. no words.
1: Um, uh, I got some Twitter submissions here. Uh, and J. A. J. A.J. Bratton, suggests Summer Breeze by Typo Negative.
0: How's the uh, how's the mic coming in through Neil having it laying on his chest? It's actually not that bad. Okay.
1: <laughs> I got this down to a science. Ever
0: since go. he
4: gained that weight in his chest, it really <laughs> evens it out.
1: Yeah, I've been bulking up and hitting the bench press. <laughs> so, uh, uh, us, uh, Summer Breeze by Typo Negative. Have you ever heard that?
0: They did Summer Breeze?
1: Apparently. The, Man, the, the I, Summer the,
0: Breeze is one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Well, Seals and Crofts. Is that who that was? It's a, it's not Seals and Croft. Seals and Crofts.
4: <laughs> oh, there's two of them. Um, Wait, how uh, many people are in this? She room? also
1: suggests. I'm assuming she because of Anne. Uh, "Baby One More Time" by Ahmet and Dweezil Zappa. That's oh. a fun one. It's always fun when people do like a super pop song that are actually like, uh, you know, respected. Musical geniuses. Yeah.
4: Well, uh, uh, which brings up, uh, we talked about it when he was here, but Ted Leo's uh, Maps slash Since He Been Gone is, uh, that yeah. if That's the degree were, of difficulty that
1: is like a freestyle
4: trick. And yeah. speaking
0: of like, you know, um, hard bands doing a pop song, let's talk about uh, Scream of Females. Dude, that was going to be my replacement one. Yeah.
1: Oh, is it? Well, yeah. let's get into it. Okay, so originally I was going to choose this song here. Mm-hmm which is called Going Blind. It's a Kiss cover by the band Melvin's. Hold on. First Kiss. Okay, First Kiss, which is a disgusting <laughs> song by... Is uh, that No, it's Dean Simmons and then some other songwriter guy put it together. And it's, I would think it's about too much. No, it's about a 93-year-old man trying to figure out what to talk to a 16-year-old girl about. Oh, well, still kind of... I mean, that is a problem. And the Melvin's cover is in necessarily all that different <laughs> it has that awesome fucking Dale Krover drum sound I think this was on like they each put out a solo album at one point a la Kiss Alive where, oh yeah yeah and they all had like paintings done of their faces for the covers that looked like Kiss oh funny and I think this was on Dale Krover's album but uh it's just like a super crunchy version of it and, and and knowing that, like, Buzz, like, super loves Kiss, like, it's unironic. It's yeah. not like we're doing Kiss because Kiss is stupid.
4: But, I don't know. I just really like it. But. Th- this is not what you ended up choosing.
1: Oh, my God, Jonah. <laughs> we're finally in sync. Uh, a um, uh, Someone on tweet- tweeters uh, suggested this one, and I uh, took a look at it just to go like, oh, wow. Was is this Steve what a, Lutz? What a dummy. It was a terrible cover, but uh, this was uh, actually a pretty good uh, suggestion. Uh, at uh, Maybe We Shouldn't suggested the Screaming Females
0: cover. <laughs> uh, this was taken off. Did you hey, do this for uh, AB Club? Huh? I'll say you too yes. late. Yeah.
3: Not not now, afraid. this is great that we're
0: doing this, because Lance is uh, a big proponent of Screaming that's Females. Oh, yeah? we oh, tours. they uh, some tours. And they're great, that's how i found out about them. What I love
1: about it is it's, as I was saying earlier, like it sounds like a woman singing it, where Taylor Swift is like a pop, like a girl singing it, but then she's doing nothing with her guitar for the first like two verses, and then she rips into this fucking solo that is so insane. It's just like, oh, that guitar's a prop. And then she fucking cuts it so fucking heavy. And now that I listen to it I feel like she's rushing through the lyrics to, like I, I got the solo coming up.
0: I
3: think I'm on the
0: I love their drum a sonic Oh
3: so just
4: like shake, shake 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 it nice. she's like
0: yeah
4: pretty obvious just going like I want to
0: band on see, see. her that's how they from pop along I think it's great Thing. it's like Joseph didn't write the song she like producers wrote the song Yeah, so yeah. it should be a standard yeah that's should be allowed to be yeah it's like yeah it's those two Swedish guys that wrote all yeah. the Dell albums.
4: well but it's uh, hey one of those guys was the guy from uh, uh, Dishwall or something like that no, uh, no Alleged, the Closing like, Time guy uh, Supersonic Semi-Sonic
1: I feel like we might be trespassing with fair use <laughs>
5: No,
4: to I I that uh, Yeah, I wanna to hear solo yeah, yeah. I wanna hear the solo yeah. goddamn. Well but but you're right. It's like it's just good songwriting. And she's just playing this those, the T like, V clubs problem, not yeah. really
3: <laughs>
4: hey, hey, hey. So yeah, there's the
1: talk down part. And she's only been playing now, these like light open chords. Yeah, yeah. like world.
3: you could have been getting down, don't sick beach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like when they played uh, While My Guitar gently weeps at the Rock and Roll of Fame and Prince walked out. Yeah. <laughs> I just like threw his hat in the
0: crowd and just like just fucking ripped it that and he walked out. That's great. Change, 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 change. All right. Uh, well, that is it for our show. We want to thank our guest, Lance. Lance, did you have I a good know. time? I had a great time. Come, okay. come,
4: come, 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 come.
0: Content. I didn't know you could do microphones like that. Yeah, you can't.
5: Yeah, well,
4: <laughs> sure you can. You really need to let yourself go before you get there.
3: <laughs>
5: it's a new invention of like speech apnea. Well, yeah, I have I have speech apnea. You got to
1: be careful if anyone's taking any photos, but it really works well if you're staring at your penis or iPad. <laughs> God,
0: uh, Lance, uh, you're always doing some crazy shit. Right now, you're just uh, you're finishing up the Michelle Wolf um, special. Yeah, uh, what's the what, what's the thing? What's what, what's the what's the crazy thing you're looking forward to most? I got a, a lot of cool parenting coming up. Um, my wife put out a record. Uh, oh, where, it's rice. You got to go on tier. That yeah. album is great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah I yeah. haven't dove um, in yet.
5: Sleater Kinnery we're talking about. And so I'll be. So. Uh, I've got a daughter who's starting up middle school. Oh yeah,
0: right. I'll be and like. It, and your boys off to college. That. Yeah. no shit! Did yeah. he decide? I, for, uh, last time we were out, I think he didn't he, make he a took a
5: real strong interest in engineering and specifically like robotic engineering, That's and right. so. He found a program that has a lot of equipment and uh, I, like the things he wants to get his hands directly onto, so he's going to a
4: place where he can do that. That's, That's awesome. incredibly smart. George. That's the smartest yeah. way to attack college. Is yeah. real bright kid. They got the tools I want to play with. Yep.
1: I bought Marshall a present when he was born. Do you remember? Aw. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you were... I don't think you bought him anything. I did.
4: Did you whittle something? Remember somewhere?
1: how you used to call me your first friend in comedy? Mm-hmm. Lance was my first friend in show business. Oh. I was sicked on him by a director. said, I don't like that guy. He's David Cross's friend. Keep an eye on him. Mm -hmm. So I followed him around a film set for three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, what are you doing here? I was like, I'm watching you. What bands do you like? I like this band called Slint. And he said, oh, okay." 15 years later, I found out he'd been making a fucking movie about him for 10 years at that point. (laughs) I was like, oh, so you knew of them. Uh but uh, no, when Marshall was born, I bought him uh, drumsticks and uh, earplugs. Oh wow, oh, that's <laughs> great!
0: Yeah, <laughs> I thought. Didn't you, what was the thing where? What was the someone got one of the drums from the White Stripes video? Oh, that was me. That was you. Oh, you got one of those? Yeah. Like I'd, from I'd, which one was that for? Uh, the so hardest button to button. Uh, uh, yeah. To button.
4: Oh yeah, Michelle the, the They did the, the stop motion, yeah. the animated thing, and
5: Fantastic we had video. to use like real drum sets to do all the stop motion animation. Yes, and I <laughs> yeah. held on to one. Nice. How many were there in total? I, it was some mathematical number that, that added up to the timing of frames for editing. Like wow. maybe Neil could help me out. Twenty-three, like maybe eighteen. Uh, oh. Like something for like.
4: Oh, because it was video back then, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it was done on video. Oh, i remember so Yeah, that. twenty-nine, I remember that nine, then. seven. So it would be thirty or fifteen, or it might be t- twenty-three, nine, six. Right? No, not at that time. Not at that time. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I don't have any of those drums. <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right, Neil. Yes. Okay. I'm going to ask you some editing questions about timing and you can all jump in. Oh, how many frames? I construct <laughs> drama for a living. Would you, if someone said, oh, like, uh, take out one beat, like, how many frames would you cut out? Oh, a beat? Well, beat is like. Um, Was that a comedy beat or a music beat? Exactly. That's what we're trying to get to. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: I would say enough time to take
5: a breath. Okay. So, like, yeah. a, a skosh?
1: Yeah, like that. No, I've had you no, had No no no, this is a new term. He yeah, wants new a skosh. A, uh, a new t- in a new Uh I would just like maybe go like three and then tell them it was five and then see if they can tell the difference. Okay. And then what, they never can.
5: What about a hair? Uh,
1: one <laughs> one or two based on uh the the movement within the frame. Like are you looking to like not see the hand come up or are you looking for um on the end point of the next cut, are you looking for some sort of momentum in that framing? Uh, That's my answer, too.
5: Let's get out of there half a breath sooner. Ooh. Half a
1: breath sooner? Uh, <laughs> again, I'd probably just nudge it two or three frames and then go, like, how's this feel? <laughs> and then when they said much better, I'd, my opinion of that person would go down <laughs> 12 points okay. on 800 points. Well, uh,
4: I, I want to cut to the quick of this. Which is the term you hear and then you don't do anything and then show it to them again?
1: anyone giving notes in frames. Oh yeah. Take two frames off that. I move it 15 and then they go perfect. Yeah. And, Cause they don't know. Yeah. No, I literally had a network note from, woo, uh, where they wanted a three frame cutaway to an ex- exterior. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, do you know, like, and they, and then there was like a subheading <laughs> below that note saying not three seconds, three frames. Oh, wow. my God. And then I was like, and I turned to the people I was working. With, I was like, "We're not going to do this right." Like an like, eighth of a
0: second. Yeah, it, exactly. Like it felt like. Going, the, what was that?
1: It I felt, want people felt like to later green- think that they may have seen this house. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was like the. Um, I, we felt like it was the green M and M's thing on yeah. the tour rider. Oh. Like, if they do this insane thing, we'll know that they actually read our notes. Yeah. But uh, so we did it, and it's like it's like triggers people having seizures and shit. <laughs> like it's it's like a flash. It's literally a. 3 twenty-thirds of a second
4: folks watch your network television right in when you think you've spotted it jonah radio <laughs> at gmail.com no no the thing didn't get picked up no ball! Uh, guys it's been a real wait no lance
5: has more questions about me
4: oh, yeah he does <laughs> um
5: what did you learn from doing a comedy special with paul f Tompkins? um
1: i learned to never trust middlemen Managers, production executives, always talk to your talent in person about anything that you have questions or concerns about. Uh, I learned um, I was a genius for shooting four shows and moving. The
5: Neil is a little baby oh. guinea pig. Have you ever gotten to your satisfaction revenge or payback on people that you feel have thrown you under the bus? Ooh. No revenge is not something i
1: seek okay Although, you must chill i did see a guy that i really don't like at uh the long beach airport once and i just walked the other way because i didn't want to have a confrontation that's actually hilarious <laughs> <laughs> where'd you get all those drugs there's nothing more
5: punk hey someone was sending in drops I a ice yet, General, no. what's the funniest thing that's happened in this room uh, I mean, has been on this podcast. Don't nope. that
1: much. <laughs> they wrote, you know, they wrote a, speech a apne TV was show. Best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> speech app <apne laughs> is great. I think so if people could see the visual, yeah. <laughs> uh, the say, time that Cash had a fucking meltdown in the middle of his own story oh, was man. pretty good. <laughs> oh, <man>. Try it, <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs>
0: yeah. So you can't do that. You can't <laughs> Um, I'd say the hardest we laughed. Um was when we were uh, in here, the, the funniest thing that's ever happened here was when we were writing the Mac and Me episode yeah. of uh, Mr. Science Theater yeah. ep- uh, 3000 and, and um, it's like, the, like when we were, like, we were doing like, kind of like the run through where we had some of the jokes written then we were just going to do like a pass where we're just kind of throwing stuff out and when the kid in the wheelchair is like falling off a cliff and one of the runners we've been doing is like, because like, they, he gets up in a car and he's, he's like, wow, look at all these cars. Pretty nice. And then his mom goes, Yeah. I'm just jealous that it wasn't
1: me. All right? There's like three things that go on in this room. I'm a part of 33 and a third percent of them. Not anymore. I still
0: didn't. Oh, really? Mm. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. Well,
4: or silence, apparently.
1: All right. What yeah. was the joke when the kid goes over the cliff?
0: Dude, you were just talking about timing and how yeah. it's important. <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't know. I'll move it to scotch. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if it works now. Cash, go a few frames back and uh-huh. see if we can yeah, no, let's see if we this can thing. save this. All right, that's it for the show, everybody. Uh, and the series. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Catch us on our next network.
1: Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Christ. Neil and the little baby guinea pig. <laughs> you had to do the best episode drops? of the year. Jesus
2: Neil. Jesus, Jesus,
0: Neil. Neil Mahoney. Neil.
4: Jesus, Neil. <laughs> Neil Mahoney will give you full <laughs>
0: credit for that. Neil, I am so sad. Neil oh, Put
4: your knife away. Neil first of all,
0: fuck you. All right, we're gonna end the show now. Thanks, Lance, for coming. I'm sorry you Neil had to Mahoney, see this. Legendary who, worst caller of the year. What was his title? <laughs> Womp of the year or something? Gomp yes. of the this year? isn't the first yes. podcast
1: I've ruined. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm on East Coast time.
0: Oh boy.
4: God, it's. It, I swear to God, I, I, it's like he's growing and growing. It used to be just a podcast about the three of us, and it just feels like he's taking over. I hope nothing happens between now and the next podcast we took. To Stay do. tuned
1: next week for Mahona Radio, exclusively yeah. live from Jonah's show at the Hi-Hat this Saturday, the 24th of August. Where I will be uh, bitterly interviewing anyone who will stand in front of me. I'm gonna have a sign in
0: sheet so I don't have to remember anything. <laughs> uh, hey, our friend Michael Cronin just put out a new single. It's called Show Me. It's off his new album coming out later this year called Seeker. Thank you for tuning in. Lance literally walked out of this fucking room. <laughs>